1: again, kids, and welcome to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show, Career Builder gets a haircut. We have proof that you can get a job through Snapchat. No way. And Jive goes all in on Google while we debate if they should. Stay tuned.
2: America's Job Exchange is a market leader in diversity recruitment and an OFCCP compliance solution provider. We serve over a 1,000 customers, consisting of federal contractors and subcontractors, to SMBs and Fortune 500 organizations. America's Job Exchange specializes in job distribution to over 6,500 state one-stop career centers and community-based organizations, ensures the creation and maintenance of state credentials, obtains veteran preference on job postings, robust outreach management, and supports effective, positive recruitment efforts designed to recruit individuals with disabilities, veterans, women, and minorities. For more information, call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com.
1: Boom. Well, after a few technical issues on Friday... Yeah. Uh, It is Memorial Day here, and we're trying to get it right this time. Probably a little more hungover and tired than we were on Friday, but uh, so Uh, be it. Here in Indy, it's it's a national holiday with the 500, um, and it's a big weekend. So, uh, yeah, excuse us if we're a little bit less enthusiastic today, but we're going to push through (laughs) this and hopefully make up for it uh, this week as we go to Minneapolis for the Talent Acquisition Tech Conference. Yay. Uh, We're doing a little Google speak up there and uh, hopefully talking to some folks and getting some good content for the podcast.
0: Stoked. So yeah, definitely was uh, high on Friday. This was before our our birthdays because I had a birthday Saturday and you had one on Sunday. And yeah, I had a drink fest on Friday and on Saturday. My wife really did it up well this this year.
1: Just to clarify, you said I was high on Friday?
0: I was high and ready for this, not oh, high as for in, this. Yeah. Okay. in, in okay. Indiana. That's not legal, Joel. So.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get to this thing. Uh, in the news, CareerBuilder, who's what? getting acquired every week for about the last 10 weeks, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, continues to be up for sale. And according to Reuters, is getting about a 50% haircut um, on its valuation or price tag. Yeah. And that's not really good. Uh, this follows uh, a decline in, in revenues from their last quarterly report. And maybe more than that, even uh, the Google effect on this stuff. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I'm not sure that the decline, it was 1.4% decline. I mean, they, Career builder has a, a big problem with messaging. They don't have a big problem with technology. Um, Google, obviously, uh <laughs> If they could have gotten this done with GTR much quicker, that would have been great because obviously, uh, Google, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the Google IO, their, their unveiling of Google for jobs, which is, I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, because, I mean, they've had jobs pet projects before, but they've never had the CEO come out full throat, boom, just right into, hey, Google's doing jobs. So, yeah, I think to me, I think that has a much larger impact than you know, the, the slight revenue drop.
1: Yeah, you know I think there's a lot of uncertainty um, with this acquisition. I mean, you have the jobs component, which has been career builders bread and butter from day one, um, yeah. and they've been getting away from that for the past few years, but it still has to be a major revenue generator for them. Yeah,
3: and maybe. if that is not growing,
1: and you see Google getting into this, you see Indeed continue to grow, um, Facebook, et cetera, LinkedIn getting into this, the jobs piece has a lot less value and the technology piece in my mind has to have a certain amount of just uncertainty. You know, I mean, like the the opportunity and the potential is there, but if you're going to drop the kind of coin that they're talking about, mm-hmm. you better be sure that you're getting an established business that is growing at a pretty, you know, a pretty nice rate for what, um, what the market will bear. So I think it's a, I think it's a big problem. Um, I can't imagine the price going much lower than the five six hundred million dollar level because that's what Monster went for. That's a Monster um, and allegedly, indeed, went you know f- four or five years ago uh, for about one and a half billion, uh, which wasn't public, but that was sort of the whisper number. So this is still a, a sort of, I guess, a bad day um, for a career builder if if you're thinking you're going to get a billion, a billion and a half dollars for your product
0: yeah no it is again i really believe a lot most of this comes down to when you look when you look at what they're trying to do which i i i agree they should be diversifying in technology becoming more of an enterprise type of solution with uh some levels so that small to medium-sized businesses can can still engage um when you do that they're going to be they're going to be growing pains flex pains right um, and this is one of them. So slight decline, 1.4%. You know, could be, could be much worse. I mean, we saw Monster take a huge decline, um, over the years. But their biggest problem, I believe, is they have the technology. They've got the, the portfolio, the technology portfolio necessary to put together. Um, and from talking to, to friends and contacts over there, they have, uh, an end-to-end solution. The problem is nobody knows about it. Be- what you said exactly, CareerBuilder's been known as a job board, and they haven't they haven't broken out of that. So they are still being seen as a job board. That valuation, I don't know if it was more of a, a more grand portfolio esque uh, kind of valuation or what. But you know, if they're still focusing heavily. On that job board side, I mean, this is this is going to come back and bite them. So, I mean, from my standpoint, if I were them, I would really be focusing heavily on changing the message. They changed their look years ago. Now it's time to change their message where they can be bigger. They can be more flexible because right now they're still just being seen as a job board.
1: Yeah, it really shows the power of brand. That it's, yeah. hard <laughs> it's, it it's hard to shake.
0: It's it's
1: hard to build. Um, career builder. Uh, it's hard to build, and you know it's hard to get away from. So we'll see what happens. Um, there's the bell. Be a, a, a scenario where they don't they don't sell. We'll see. Yes, the bell. Uh, we're moving on. Uh, Snapchat. When we last spoke, uh, McDonald's was in the picture with Snap locations in the New Zealand area. Uh, where McDonald's was asking uh, prospects to send in a 10-second Snapchat video. Um, If McDonald's liked what they saw, they sent you a link um, to apply old-school style to their uh, their posting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cute idea. I'm sure they've gotten some interest and nice publicity from it. But we had a story this past week um, shared with us by an ATS marketing uh, leader, of all people, uh, about a, a kid, college, got an internship through Snapchat. Um, found out who the CEO was, snapped a photo of his resume, got an interview and got a job. So good on him. Um, I don't know if this is a, a trend or not, or if this will plug itself into the technology scene of HR, uh, or not, but, uh, what do you, what's your, what's your take,
0: Chad? Well, first off, I mean, this is a one shot, one kill type of scenario. You got th- this, this person got lucky, whoever they were. I mean, they just fired off, uh, a resume via Snapchat, um, but, so I see this as a blip in the radar. Although, you know, we, we received this, 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 uh, um, news story or this story or whatever you want to call it, um, from, from an applicant tracking system, right? So Susan, love her to death. She's, she's, you know, friend of the pod. Uh, she was like, Hey, look, you guys have been talking about Snapchat. Here's proof. I don't really see this as proof. Again, this is just a one-shot, one-kill type of a thing. But if you see applicant tracking systems who are trying to you know, find different ways for uh, these millennials, your favorite group, to be able to apply to jobs and if they can do it through Snapchat. So you, you just mentioned um, McDonald's and how they had this really cool Snapchat filter and it was awesome. And then you got a stupid old school link where you had to go fill out an application which is standard right the problem is that's not a millennial way of doing things so if you can do a snapchat with this filter and then they say hey send us a snap of your resume i mean that's an entirely different process now if an applicant tracking system can take that picture which they can Should be able to, the technology is out there, to be able to rip all that information, field it and put it into an application and then have invite that person back to answer some questions and things like that. Now, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. So I I think there technology wise, we're definitely heading down that road. This is not just about Snapchat. This is about take a picture of your resume and send it because you want to apply via mobile or, or something of that nature. Um, it's all about, but it's still all about getting fielded data. We've got the technology that can actually take the information out of a picture and field that data. So I, I think I think it is something from a technology standpoint.
1: And I think that you know the nature of, and we've talked about messaging, um, yeah. obviously chat bots, and the way people want to communicate. And you know, chat uh, Snapchat is a messenger. Um, platform. Um, So it's not totally freaky to think that there could be a chat with a recruiter and a job seeker on on Snapchat someday. But I agree, this is is probably a one-off. I don't see anyone building this into their technology unless APIs open up for Snapchat. Um, I remember way back in the day when um, people used to target uh, Google AdWords for jobs, and people would buy the keyword uh, company keyword name or they'd buy the CEO name and they would make sure that their ad showed up on Google when people searched their name or search their company um, with an ad that would say, hey, I, I love your company, would love, love to work with you. Click here to find out more. People would click on it. Um, ideally, the CEO or someone that worked at the company, they would find out about this person and it would be so creative that they would get an interview. Um, also, an example of on Facebook when you can target people um, by their ID and people finding out who the CEO ID was, or who the HR manager and their ID, and then actually putting an ad on Facebook. So when that person was scrolling through their newsfeed, they would see an ad of somebody saying, "Hey, I want to work for you, Jane," or "I want to work for you, Bob." Um, super creative ideas. And if you're a, a student or someone looking for employment, those are all really interesting ideas to try to get your foot in the door. But this it doesn't scale very well. Um, I see it as a one-off. So. Good on him, but I I don't see um, Snapchat becoming the next HR technology platform going forward, similar to what Google's doing and others.
0: No, but again, I I see this as kind of like an inkling of what applicant tracking systems should be looking at. I mean, Snapchat's all about pictures. So being able to, from a mobile standpoint, and you know how powerful mobile is, how in the hell do I get my resume to, yeah, I already have it on Google Drive, maybe, hopefully, but if I don't, can I just take a snap a snap of it, and can I get it into an ATS? Or can I just get a picture of it on my, on my mobile phone and get it in there?
1: Sure, and video as well. I mean, we're seeing yeah. some interesting things around video. Why can't you just upload a video, and then transcribe your audio into a database of, of resumes. So now interesting stuff. And, and obviously, this is how people are communicating, and technology has to adapt. But speaking of adaptive technology, uh, let's hear from a sponsor and move on to uh, jibe.
3: Recruitment is an interesting space. We all say we're looking for a cool, new, fresh source of talent. Meanwhile, we keep going back to the same old sites and sources again and again. So here's something you may not have tried. Beyonds Flex Plan. Beyond.com is a powerhouse with over 56 million job seekers and huge site traffic. They've helped thousands of companies connect with talent through job advertising, resume search, email marketing, text recruiting and more. Beyonds Flex Plan gives you targeted exposure for all your jobs for one low flat rate. Here's how it works. You tell Beyond how many jobs you have and Beyond gives you one simple price to market all of your jobs in its diverse network. Beyond pulls the jobs right from your career site and uses an algorithm to target the right talent. No messy cost per click and monthly budgets and such. Just set it and forget it. And here's a Chad and Cheese podcast special. Try Beyond's Flex Plan Trial Package. It's a three-month, full service trial at 80% off of their flex plan rate, 80% off. Just go to beyond.com slash cheddar to learn more. That's beyond.com slash C H E D D A R. Have we
1: talked about job on the show yet?
0: I think we have kind of in passing with everything with the jobs API.
1: Uh, I agree. You talked to Joe, their CEO, and, and their business model has changed quite a bit from what people might know them as. Uh, talk about how they've evolved a little bit over the years and what they are today.
0: But I, I think when you when you get into um, the technology market for for um, anything that has to do with talent acquisition, you have to look at where the, where the pains are. And in most cases, talent acquisition they they know where the pains are. The problem is, in, in most cases, pain. They they are the pain. Yeah. Um, Rocky three. We you know where I was going. Yeah yeah yeah. Clever Lang. Um, give me the pain. With Joe and what Jive has done, and what some some very very smart and innovative organizations have done, is they have not just focused in on some of where the pain is for town acquisition, especially when it comes to the, the website of the house. Um, they've been very flexible not to mention they've provided data back to those companies to show them where their issues are are, are at and in most cases where they're where where jibe is focusing is on the application process and the candidate experience process because we know that they both suck and they are you know fluidly <laughs> just about one and the same so jibe um, as as you would I think it had actually uh, said, was is, is working uh, a little bit with, uh, with Google. And yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes down to the candidate experience side of the house and then the, uh, the application and the process and the data and, and, and analytics side of the house, um, you know, that's where Jive really thrives. They yeah, saw I was,
1: this I was opportunity su- coming. I was surprised when I talked to you because I knew Jive initially as mobile job sites. Like- yeah. Ten years, whenever it was that they launched, their whole thing was "We'll mobilize your website," which was great until all the ATSs started mobilizing their career sites, and everyone was like, "Well, we don't need we don't need a layer on our ATS to now have something mobile." Right. And then they got into more of of I think CRM, more of like branding, um, more of like sort of managing, uh, almost like a marketing tool platform, HubSpot for recruitment, I guess, if you will. Um, and then now, like you're talking, that's sort of their business model. Um, I think I think what's important in, in terms of what we're talking about is Jibe is going all in on Google um, API, Google Hire. Um, a, a email that went out from Jibe this this week, this past week, talked about we're selling Google and no one else is, or no one's selling it like us, and. CareerBuilder and dice have been really upfront with putting Google's API into their solution um, but Jibe is sort of forefront on you know we're not a job board but we're going to give you one we're going to have technology that's powered by Google into our into our services and I think it really uh, puts a question in people's mind in terms of the vendor side of you know should we follow suit and put you know layer Google products onto our technology um, because if you're an established company, uh, do you want Google to know more about what you're doing with their API? Do you want, you know, it to be a level playing field because Google's on other sites? Um, if you don't, if you don't have Google, do startups come along and take your take your pie because they have Google? Mm-hmm. And I think the whole question of who's going to get in bed with Google and who isn't um, is going to unfold. But I think the, sort of the players who are not going to get into bed with Jive are are pretty obvious to me, and I'll I'll start with the ATSs.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, b- before we go there real quick, I'm going to talk about how smart this is for an organization versus not for an organization. And I think some applicant tracking systems, this would be incredibly smart to jump into Google because their search within the their proprietary search within their applicant tracking system sucks. Um, it bogs down. In some cases, I've actually talked to talk um, – to some talent acquisition professionals who have tried to do just basic queries in their applicant tracking system, and it gets hung up. It times out. So let's take a look going back to Jive real quick. Jive does an amazing job at the cosmetics pieces of your website, making it look good, making it feel good, making the experience much better, much tighter than what it has been, being able to revamp your process methodologies, those types of things for applicant, um, the applicant process. So you take a look at that and they know how to do that and they do a great job at that and they've got analytics and so on and so forth. But then you take a look at Google and what they do. Well, Jive is not a search company, but yet that technology means a hell of a lot within the actual, uh, the actual process of, of what they're dealing with, right? So their technology, they don't do search. So why not? Quit using. Why not?
1: Because Google is going to be an ATS. So yeah, Jive's why, not. Why not. Why get the consumer base knowledgeable about Google and then say, "Well, we've got Google," and then people just say, "Okay, I'll just go to Google." Like Google has Google, and Google has an ATS. Um, I think there's a real risk for ATSs to embrace uh, Google in this manner because it builds Google's brand and their intelligence.
0: I think it could. I think it could. But I think, I think again, if you're a smart organization and you're not wanting to just throw cash and resources at search and AI, because that's what Google does and they do it incredibly well, then partner with Google and you'll still be the repository and the database for all that information. Um, but do what you do well and let Google do what they do well. But I do agree. There is, there, there are some different levels of Trojan horse going on here.
1: Well, the good news is we're going to see some Google folks this week, and maybe we'll get down to in between the lines on what's really going on and, uh, and have some report back to the listeners. Yeah. All right. You heard the bell, and that means we're moving on. Um, and if you smell something rotten, uh, it's because we're revisiting the garbage pile. Uh, for listeners who tune in regularly, they know that occasionally we are really down on a few companies. And we throw them into the hot steaming pile of garbage, uh, never to be heard from again, except when we do want to bring them up again and maybe give them some help uh, from almost 40 years of experience in this space. Um, We're going to talk about Talent.io, who we ripped apart a week or so ago. You especially ripped them apart. Uh, Tell us what you didn't like about them and maybe what you'd fix
0: what I didn't like was fairly simple. They're, they're really mischaracterizing who they are. They're not a tech company. They're a placement, assisting placement type of firm. Um, and I mean, one of the things I like is that, you know, they are really going through a strict vetting process of the candidates. They're allowing into their, their platform or their database, right? Call it a database. Cause again, I don't think it's really a recruiting platform. Um, So 10% of those who actually apply make it through 10%. So 90,
1: 90 do not. Yeah. Which is
0: underscore that, which is, which is bad from a branding standpoint. Okay. If
1: you were a, if you were a bar and told guys, you have a 90% chance that you will not talk to a female. Would you go to that bar? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But from a, but from a company standpoint that's great because i want top talent right so sure. you're you're fighting i mean that's a bad balance right there because that 90% that you're smacking around and telling them they're not good enough they're not going to want to come back when they are top talent they're going to get that bad taste in their mouth so it is bad from a branding standpoint so that's something that they really have to fix they need to they need a better balance the biggest issue of this entire thought process they just they just received 8.8 million dollars for it. Um, is that they throw that ten percent, that hardworking ten percent that they, they had to get down to um, away after thirty days? They purge their database, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I mean, that's
1: can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine the marketing person interviewing for this job? Oh, by the way, ninety percent of everyone you drive to the site we're going to throw away.
0: Yeah. And then the top 10, we're going to throw away 30 days later. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. You're going to be, you're, you are going to have the worst name in talent acquisition in any talent acquisition type of system, platform, services, period. I mean, it's just. You are a hamster on a wheel. Go. It, it's a, it's a branding nightmare, first off. So, I mean, what we'd like to do, is we definitely like to give back to the community and especially like to give back to these investors who are trying to give $8.8 million, which really, to be quite frank, if they keep going down this road, they're going to piss away. Um, they, they All need, about the love, if you will. Yeah, they need to. they need to change their methodologies with regard to thinking more about their brand, long-term brand, not about in the next six months. And they really need to focus heavily on being able to Uh, Save that 10% because those are marketable candidates down the road. And again, this this is a search assist company. This is not a technology company. So they're making their money off of placements and things of that nature. So that 10% they need to keep and they need to think about banding or broadening the thought process of keeping more of those individuals and starting to rank them a little bit better. I mean, I think from that standpoint... You start to do a much better job from a brand standpoint, and you don't have a garbage brand. And number two, your product grows. What they're doing right now is not sustainable. And when I take a look at a company, period, especially um, a company like this, I look for long-term sustainability. I can't believe these investors didn't look at long-term sustainability because there is none to be had here unless they change the way that they're doing business. Their business model is horrible.
1: Yeah. Do you ever go to L.A., Chat? No, no, you've never been to L.A.
0: Uh, No, I go everywhere but L.A. Everybody, okay. So,
1: all right, New York. You've (laughs) been to New York, okay? So New York, L.A. more than New York, I guess. But whenever I go back to L.A., Mm -hmm. uh, which isn't very often, when I do, there's a new hot club on the on the Strip, right? Yeah. And every time I go back, which is you know every other year, you know that club is not hot anymore. So it's it's tough to get in. There's the velvet rope. Everyone wants a piece, and then after a while, it just gets tiresome, and everyone's done with it. Right. And to me, this this company has a real issue of, you know, pissing people off in the tech community because they are so focused on tech. You yeah. know, screw these guys. Um, they screwed me. I don't want anything to do with them. I mean, at least at least have a parting gift for the people who don't get into the ten percent. Like, give them a consolation prize. Give them a, hey, you know, nothing here, but we're going to keep you around or maybe start a different brand for, you know, other jobs across the web. You know, I just I think they're they're really in trouble they're they're in jeopardy of, of, of just ticking off people to the point where they go. This just isn't fun anymore. Yeah. I'm going I'm taking my ball and going elsewhere. Yeah, and right. you, you forgot to mention they're a French company. And maybe this is a very <laughs> French thing to do. Piss people off. But, but here in America, uh, you know. Bring everybody in, and you know, find something for them to do. And I think unless they get away from that, it's you know, it's going to be a hard, hard thing to go. So I think we agree essentially: a bigger, uh, a more inclusive tent mm-hmm. for these folks. Um, have a consolation prize if they don't get in. Don't throw away data after so many, you know, after thirty days. Um, find a find something to do with these folks, and they probably will have value down the road, if not value uh, immediately.
0: Yeah, and just for the record, I'm more of a Miami kind of guy than in L.A. Oh, okay.
1: South, you take your talents to South Beach, huh?
0: Yeah, that's better.
1: All right. Speaking of talents, let's uh, hear from WebClipDrop real
4: quick. Want a productivity tool that you can provide to your recruiters that is easy to use and instantly eliminates the busy work of recruiting? Making your recruiters two times faster on the web? Then you'll want to check out WebClipDrop, which is a browser-based productivity tool that your recruiters will love. Using Web Clip Drop, your recruiters can instantly clip any profile or resume from any site online, and then they can drop that data into your applicant tracking system, CRM, or even send a clean profile URL to hiring managers for review, saving hours of copying and pasting data or cleaning resumes for introduction. Web Clip Drop can also find the email contact information for most professional contacts online, saving you thousands of dollars in fees for paper contact sites. There's much more this powerful and simple tool can do. Check it out now at webclipdrop.io and use the promo code HIREDAILY2017, no spaces, to get an exclusive offer only for podcast listeners. You know, this .io is like the cool
0: .com. Uh-huh. That's it?
1: That's all you got?
0: That's all I got.
1: No follow-up from that? Okay. no, no. no sure right. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a show unless we talked about Indeed, of course. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we debate, I guess, uh, a news item. So Indeed, Indeed is in this crossfire onslaught from Google. What are they going to do? Uh, Google drives so much of our traffic. Now Google is going to be the search engine. Like, how do we fend off Google? Um, and one of the things that I think they should do and are doing from this news uh, report is. They are putting the Apply with Indeed or Indeed Apply button on multiple sites uh, going forward. They're, they are in current sites. My feeling is they're going to try to put that Apply with Indeed or Indeed Apply button all over the place. So they partnered with Ceridian, uh, announced this past week. Uh, Ceridian is basically a platform for HR. Uh, job postings will have the Apply with Indeed. Now, why this is important is if you apply with Indeed, you have to have an Indeed account. So the more Indeed buttons, if you apply, you know, if you log in once, you have an Indeed account. It becomes really easy to apply to these jobs, as opposed to going to multiple, you know, employers and filling out resumes from scratch. This makes it real simple. Now we've seen buttons like this before; they exist. You know, apply with LinkedIn, um, and mm-hmm. according to Google, from their announcement, we're going to start seeing Apply with Google. Uh, on their sites, certainly, probably on the sites where they're driving uh, their API, which means Career Builder and Dice, probably, yeah. I'm sure, Jive and their clients. So the, the, the Google Apply button is going to be ubiquitous, and that Apply button is essentially funneling profiles into Google, which allows them to compete with LinkedIn and other companies with profiles. So to me, if I'm Indeed, I'm putting this button everywhere. Um, although if you're driving the strategy, the button goes nowhere because you think it's a dumb idea.
0: Well, if anybody listening to the podcast as far, this is the button heard round the world. Joel loves the button. Um, Battle of the buttons. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I just don't see it as as anything that's really going to spur. I think it's 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 a tactic. Possibly, it's not a, it's it's not a long term strategy that's going to be Google. Um, because they're going to be the implied with the, the apply with Indeed button, but there's also just the regular apply button that just goes right into the applicant tracking system. And if I got there via Google in the first place, and I don't have my info in Indeed, it's not going to spur me to want to put my info in Indeed. Um, maybe I think what you know, maybe I should look on Indeed for jobs. Who the hell knows, right? But I mean, I, I see this as as a as a tactic of an overarching strategy. But I don't see it as, as big of, as a as as a driver as you do because I mean Indeed's going to have to do much more than get a shit ton of buttons out there because again it's going to be compete competing buttons on a platform and that's the last thing you need is now confusing the hell of a hell out of a job seeker and say why in the hell did I just hit this button and now I have to register on this other website so can it experience confusion. I just don't see it as a big deal. Do we agree
1: that Indeed is not going to beat back Google with one move?
0: No, that's why I said it's got to be an overarching strategy. And I don't believe, I mean, I, I think this is a good win for them with Ceridian. Does it grow to more and more and more applicant tracking systems? Again, this is, we're talking about, google versus indeed right now but you did talk about linkedin i think linkedin in this in this conversation has a hell of a lot more power than indeed does because indeed or linkedin already has that individual's profile in their system they're not going to be saying hey register here and put your profile in our database in most cases that the, the data is already going to be there so if i know my profile's there i'm going to hit the linkedin button i'm not going to hit the stupid indeed button so
1: I agree that LinkedIn is in the pole position here. Oh yeah, um, I think they're in the lead, uh, but I, I think by no means is there a winner in the button or integration uh, category. And I think it's mostly greenfield. If you look at most ATSs, you know they just have their sort of home homegrown apply button uh, and process in place. So I just. You know, I just think if I'm if I'm indeed like, how do I get you know, onto the real estate of the corporate site, the corporate career center as much as possible? And a button certainly does that. Um, if you're exclusively there, it's going to drive people to Indeed to put their resume on Indeed and then easily apply from there on out with just their Indeed um, username and password.
0: Here's the thing, though. Here's what Here's what you're missing. The biggest piece is if I'm a talent acquisition professional and I'm paying for that on my website, I do not want Indeed's button on my website because I don't want to build their database so that they can charge me for more money out of more products later. I could give two shits about Indeed, to be quite frank. All I care about is that that candidate experience. So any talent acquisition professional that's listening out there, again, if you're looking to put more buttons because you feel it's quote-unquote convenient, for a candidate to actually get their their, uh, applic- their resume into your system, think again. Think of candidate experience, keeping it easy for them. Well, and- isn't candidate
1: experience streamlining and making it easier?
0: Yeah, but how many buttons are I mean, you going to have on this thing? You're going to have a LinkedIn. You, you, you're going to have a Google. Agree Google.
1: that don't you agree that, that apply with LinkedIn is easier than just starting from zero?
0: This is a different discussion if we're talking about LinkedIn versus Indeed. Well, we're talking
1: about no, we're talking about buttons, and you're saying they don't want to grow other people's databases which is what LinkedIn is doing.
0: LinkedIn already has their their profile in their database. I mean, let's just go ahead. you could argue Indeed
1: has a ton of resumes and users in their database. Okay,
0: there's a big difference between the profiles on LinkedIn versus the the resumes in Indeed. There's a huge difference.
1: I think part of Indeed's strategy should be to be more a little bit like LinkedIn, like make this resume slightly more interactive, slightly more informational. They should go there Um, first.
0: They should go there first as opposed to try to slam a round peg into a square hole because that's exactly what they're trying to do.
1: All right. Well, we're out of time, unfortunately. Damn I guess it. we'll continue this at some point. But if I'm indeed, man, I'm writing checks to get my button on sites <laughs> exclusively. I'm paying people, I'm calling my bookie. Like, I'm I'm pulling at all the stops because they're gonna see the decreasing number of Google Agreed. users yeah. from Google. And if they don't start, you know, ramping this up in other ways, um, it's going to be their demise. I think.
0: No, I agree. I just don't think that the buttons away. I mean, I think it's it's something that they have to do, but it's not something that's long term. No way. They've got to change who they are. Hmm.
1: That's a whole other show. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll get out of here on that. Uh, if you're in Minnes- Minneapolis at the TA Tech conference this week, come see uh, us. Come by and say hi. Um, other than that, all I got is go Cavs, Golden State. Cavs win in seven. Boom, in seven, this. Really. Believe land. Let's go all six. right, folks, we out. Later.
3: This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit
4: hiredaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome.